Welcome to Black Band T-Shirts. Uh, I'm Ollie Connors and I'm here as always with my psychic best friend and co-host, Chris Morant. How are we tonight, Chris? Lovely, thank you. Excellent. And uh, we're here with a guest. We welcome onto the podcast, Kat Rowland. How are we tonight, Kat? Yeah, I'm really well, thanks. Excellent. Good stuff. Uh, so yeah, as you'll have seen from the title, um, it's our first episode, uh, our first top five episode we're doing with a guest. And uh, Kat wants us to cover... French screamo hardcore power violency whatever <laughs> bands Birds in Row uh, the second time we've been across the uh, across the English Channel uh, since our um, where we covered Gajira earlier in the year and uh, yeah real interesting choice Cat how come you uh, came to us with Birds in Row so yeah I guess. Um... Really, I mean, I was introduced to Birds in Row by a bandmate of mine, actually. Oh, so, uh, oh yeah, yeah, sorry, should mention, actually, first <laughs> of all, that um, we know Kat because uh, she plays guitar in um, in Casey Leave, who um, our band, Chris and I's band, Miser Old and Ben, have played with before. They're excellent. And uh, another band called Older, um, who we haven't seen yet, but... Um, we'll hopefully do so uh, in the near future. So, yeah, we, uh, which band... Which bandmate introduced you to Birds and Row? Yeah, so this was uh, Dan, drummer and older. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, so this was a few years back when we were kind of starting as a band and just like hanging out. Mm. Um, and and yeah, he he sort of, I'd, I'd heard of the name Birds and Row, but I, I hadn't really like kind of delved into them. I knew they were sort of punk and hardcore and it was, yeah. they were sort of on my list of like, bands to kind of like really check out um but then he just introduced me to like some of the songs and I was just blown away really mm. um and then they've kind of just like stayed with me from from then I've seen them live twice and they're they're just phenomenal um you know especially when you think that there's a three piece as well mm. um, yeah for sure so yeah like I, I feel like they've definitely like influenced a bit of like older sound as well in particular we kind of yeah, definitely oh, kind of around that more of that like sort of punk and sort of hardcore sort of sound. So yeah, they've been quite a, an important band, I suppose, in that aspect. Wicked. Yeah, I mean, well, talking of their live performance, I have a bit of a confession to make, sort of. Um, I didn't really get them live for quite a while. Uh, so yeah, I'd been, I, I, I'd heard the name Birds and Ray for quite some time. They signed to Death Wish quite early. Um, mm. And I think, um, yeah, like, when they were first coming out, there was quite a lot of quite exciting stuff coming from that area of the world. Um, you know, you had Birds in Row from France, but you also had Rise and Fall and Oathbreaker from Belgium as well. And uh, I think Armin Ra were just starting up as well. Um, and Alcest as well uh, oh, yeah. from France. So, yeah, like a lot of hype behind European acts. Um, so, But I, 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 saw them, I saw them live a few times and didn't really get it at first but it all fell into place for me I think where um one of the last gigs I've been uh, I went to before the hit shit really hit the fan with the pandemic which was them supporting um Alcest at Heaven oh um, yeah I was, I was gonna say I was actually at that show I was gonna mention that oh you- amazing yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like um yeah um I mean shout out to Heaven first of all not only for it to be uh, for it being um one of the last venues left left standing in central London, but um, a brilliant gig venue, like fantastic sound, nice tall stage so everyone can see. 
um yeah. and uh and yeah uh there's a there's a gay nightclub as well which is wicked um yeah, exactly. yeah so so yeah that was a absolutely uh fantastic show and um i was so glad to finally get birds in row live <laughs> uh, uh, uh chris what's your been your experience with them uh, I am cursed when it comes to Birds and Row Live in that they've been one of the top of my list to see live for about three years and I keep missing chances. I was I was so sure I you came. I was so, so no, sure. No, so like the closest I've come was uh, the last Art Tangent we went to where I right. missed the Saturday. The day they played. Or the Friday. Yeah. Whatever day it was that they played was the one day I couldn't go to mm, <laughs> uh, mm. after being so excited to see them on the lineup. Yeah. Um, and I think there was another one, one of the, it might have been the Alcest one or something where I, there was something happening at the same right, time that right. I couldn't avoid or something. Yeah. So I'm just, yeah, waiting, waiting for something new to come out so they can have an excuse to come back. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure that won't be actually too far away. Um, uh, we already lost a world was 2018, so they're due a new record sooner rather than later, yeah. what I would imagine. Um, uh, so having said that, actually, the one thing I did see was there they did a, a live stream thing about six months ago, something like that. Yes, yeah, I did catch that on Instagram. Which was as quite well. cool. It was like a, a short set and like short interview and one of the kind of stranger live stream things that I watched actually in terms <laughs> of the format of it, but it was really cool. So that's the closest I've got is seeing them on a little screen. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully that will change soon. Yeah, <laughs> so um with our uh, top five episodes, um, we won't go in uh, straight into the um the top five straight away. What we tend to do with these is go record by record and um, discuss any honourable mentions that we might have. Um, mm-hmm. So I've made notes for Collected, which is a couple of their early EPs and a couple of split tracks, I think it is. It's just the general sort of odds and ends record. Yeah. Um, and then their two full lengths, um, You, Me and the Violence and We Already Lost the World, which is, uh, yeah, like I say, their most recent effort, which was back in like 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, have you got anything down in terms of like shout outs from um, from Collected or anything like from the early EPs? Um, yeah, so in terms of my honourable mentions, I went with, um you me and the violence which is from their first full length you me and the violence oh, right right the title track yeah okay cool yeah yeah um just i just think it's a brilliant it's a brilliant brilliant song it comes in like hard and fast mm-hmm. uh, in a kind of typical <laughs> birds in row way mm. and then it gets into this like sort of beat down mm-hmm. and gets it get eventually gets to this breakdown where you can just like you hear the vocalist screaming like and in the end, it's only you, me, and the violence. Yeah. And then there's like massive, yeah, ending mm. where it's like gang vocals and feedbacking guitars. <laughs> yeah, I've, just, I've oh, made a note for that one of just yeah. the, the, the amount of sort of background feedback squealing going on is, is a sure way yeah. to my heart. If the song does that, it's like, <laughs> yeah. hello. Yeah. Um, what about you, Chris, in terms of the um, sort of earlier material? I mean, I've got, there were three that kind of, stuck out to me from the collection mm-hmm. the, the collected like release but that th- none of them nothing from that made it to the top five in the end but okay. uh, word of astaroth a kid called dreamer and actus Fid- fide <laughs> not sure actus fidel is it is an l yeah oh, okay i thought it was an i okay maybe that's just, maybe that's just my fat know. thumbs when i was typing it who knows um <laughs> but yeah they're, they're the ones from that that really stuck out but i think what I noticed about those really early ones is there's a lot more 
the jump from that to Yumi and the Violence mm. goes from kind of more almost early noughties post hardcore kind of sound yeah. uh, into a much more violent intense sound yeah, yeah, on yeah. Yumi and the Violence. Uh-huh. It, was almost, it was quite a big jump. Well, um, what I got from a lot of their stuff on uh, sort of um, collected, which is their um, yeah early stuff is I think things like Colossus have a real flavour of stuff like American Nightmare and One Life is War. Mm-hmm. I think like um, the the European hardcore bands definitely took that um, to that sort of sound and, and, and ran with it around that time. Um, I got down Ace of Fools. Um, <laughs> just a, a funny little note I've got for um they got two songs in a row called Die Testosterone Die and Orange Disease and I thought I sort of wondered if they were predicting Trump. <laughs> 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 and then um and then to close out, I think on the record it, it goes in the order of the Copper C P. Um so yeah, it's um Die Testosterone Die followed by Orange Disease and then Actors for Day followed by Phoenix, I think. Yeah. Uh, two really good runs of songs. Um do you, do you have anything else to shout out in particular from You Me and the Violence Cat? Or just um, the title that track? That the main one. I think uh-huh. the first, first track as well. Yeah. Is it Pillory? Or it's like, yeah, and The Only Chair in the Room, I think was the other one. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. A, there's only one chair in this room. It's the other one that I've yeah, got. Just, again, similar to what you said about You Me and the Violence, just that storming in straight away. Exactly, it's yeah. incredible. Mm. It's just so good. What about you, Chris? Uh, yeah, though, that for for that album, it's those two, and um, I kind of uh, lovers have their say. Earns mm. an honourable mention for just being an unnecessarily long slow burner. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, the thing I got for that is like. I was just waiting and waiting and waiting for it to kick back in. Yeah, I, and, I, it, and it frustrated me. I love that it doesn't. I uh, think that's what I love the most about uh, it is it keeps you hanging on for thirteen minutes. Yeah, and then just kind of fizzles out and goes. Yeah, that's your lot. I wanted that like <laughs> post metal cliche of but that comes <laughs> roaring back in, but it never came. And, and like yeah. There's a reason why I watched ten of those bands here at Arctangent. Yeah. So <laughs> I want that build and swell, but. No birds in row yet to, um, uh, what's the word? Te- really te- tease me endlessly. Yeah. Sorry. They're, they're really good at like reining it in and keeping yeah. it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Like I mean, and yeah. Like these the, the, these records are really short, like um, in a great way. Like both for the uh, uh, both the full lengths are just over uh, half an hour long, and most of that on you, me, and the violence is taken up by. <laughs> Lovers have their say. <laughs> really short, yeah. sharp um, uh, shocks of uh, hardcore goodness. Um, outside of uh, Lovers Have Their Say, the only other track from You, Me and the Violence in my honourable mentions is uh, Police and Thieves, which I thought was a bit of a yeah. banger. Yeah. Um, uh, before you jump to straight to the second album. Yeah. Um, so there's Personal War. Which is like I don't know what would you call it? like mini album I suppose or like an EP yeah, it's like seven so. tracks okay um, uh, and uh, there's I've not got anything as an honourable mention uh, from this but a split EP as well uh, I can't remember who it's with now which is really bad it begins with the W okay uh, I'll remember that at some point <laughs> um, but yeah nothing honourable mentions from that one but uh, it's a really really good split EP sweet as might come up later um, but <laughs> from Personal War. I think Worried is really cool. Um, just because it's one of the... Something that I don't think necessarily... 
I might just be not hearing it, but something that doesn't stand out to me that often with Burton Row is um, the bass in terms of it being like a, considering they're a three piece, mm. it doesn't seem to be have many moments where it shines as a lead instrument or anything particularly. Whereas uh, Worried, the intro is a very kind of chuggy bass thing going on, which is yeah. really cool. Um, sorry, Chris, I have uh, looked that up. That's um, uh, Waitsea. It's a split of a band called Waitsea, who are formerly known as We Are In The Country. Uh, cool. They've just gone to the orphan initialism, W-A-I-T-C. Fair enough. That'd be why I couldn't remember it. Okay. Um, so have you, have you, uh, So, do you have any that landed just outside the top five for you, Kat, from... Um, uh, we already lost the war. World. World. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, actually, like, most of my top five are from that album, just because yeah. I think it's incredible. Yeah. Um, but my one of one of my choices is from um, Personal War. Mm-hmm. That was Torches. Okay. Um, yeah, and like I said, like, just going back to um, the, the kind of introduction from my bandmate Dan, um, this was actually the the song that he kind of showed me first. Oh, wicked. Um, and then that was, that was kind of like an introduction. Cause I, I sort of knew of you, me and the violence, um, mm-hmm. but I hadn't kind of given it a, a full listen. And then I think, so I think personal war was actually the, the first that I'd heard from birds and row. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I just, I just, you know, I loved it. Like it's got that kind of fast, hard hit hitting intro, you know, and then it breaks into this sort of spacious bit before like really building into this really melodic section with mm-hmm. sort of like stabbing guitars and like cymbal hits and stuff. I just, yeah, like that kind of just, yeah, gave me like goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, wicked. Oh, it's a shame I didn't listen to Personal War. There you go. There's some, there's some homework for you later. <laughs> <laughs> that first, yeah. Yeah, wicked. Okay, lovely. Yeah, I mean, um, we already lost a war. What? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, world, thank you. Um, yeah, as 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 Kat uh, started to mention there, absolutely amazing record. I, it's yeah, I I'd forgotten all about this record to be honest. It's one of those that I yeah never like. I was looking back at. Do you remember we were both obviously nerdy enough to make like our top albums of the decade? Of course, list. And I did. I did. I did my top forty. Uh, and it wasn't in there. Right. I went back and looked while like doing this, just thinking, "Oh, it's a masterpiece." Where did I put that? I'm, be- I'm pretty sure it was top ten. Yeah. Um, and it's not in my top forty. Yeah. It should be, because um, yeah, I think it's it's an uh, it's pretty much perfect, isn't it? Like, it's an incredible record. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, yeah. I I think my my sort of journey with Birds and Row has sort of been obviously I got into like Personal War mm. first, and then mm-hmm. and then yeah, like. I think we already lost the world is kind of like, you know, mostly the, the kind of, yeah, the record that I go back to the most, I suppose. Mm, mm. It's, it's for me, um, it did the thing that I was looking for exactly that point, which was someone doing the kind of um, like heavy frantic stuff, but that still sounded like a live band playing in a room mm, that yeah. like you can get by going back and finding kind of loads of stuff in the nineties and that kind of stuff. Mm. but no one was really doing a, 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 a sort of in the modern era that much. Yeah. Um, it's and, not like overproduced yeah. by any means. No, 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 not at all. It's really raw, but it's, really raw. But it's yeah. really clear and really just, yeah, just yeah, nice. For sure. And I think um, 
Bart's vocals take a massive step up. Yes. On, um, More uh, control, if, really, yeah, if anything. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I, I mentioned just before we started recording that um, I had a take uh, on this record that um, mm. uh, you guys might not necessarily agree with. Is that um, re- going back to this record, it kind of reminded me a lot of... Um, the band, uh, the the album that actually ended up at, at the top of my list for last decade, which is Raya by Earthbreaker, okay. not in terms of the uh, post metal elements on that record or the um, sort of lyrical content, but more the genre, the genre mash, yeah, and um, and sort of like the, um, the as you alluded to the um, raw emotion uh, that you get from it. I, I I thought it had a lot in common. Um, with Raya. But uh, yeah, just us landing just outside my top five on that record is um, Love is Political. Um, a shout out to them going a bit shoegazy yeah. on 1538. And I think it's the penultimate track. It's uh, Morning. That's another really good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that's on my list as well. That's, that's such a highlight track for me. I think that's mm-hmm. maybe even like the top. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, no, just... no spoilers, Cal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's better. It's like it, I, I've got morning on my like mentions list as well, but I feel yeah. like it was almost. It almost feels like a jam, a yeah. lot of the way through. Yeah, yeah, uh, but not in a bad way. <laughs> we, sure. we talk about jam tracks in a very negative way on this podcast <laughs> quite a lot, so I want to make clear I don't mean that as a negative. But um, I just love how it kind of almost seamlessly transitions from that kind of smooth jam feel to the really manic bits in that song. Mm. Um, yeah, which are kind it, of is what you were getting at, I suppose. It's one of those that just like, I feel like it has an element of surprise to mm. it that just mm. keeps building. Because I, I mean, it's the second to last track as well mm-hmm. on the album. You kind of don't almost expect such a sort of heavy hitting song to come in. Yeah, but... otherwise why would they bury it all the way down there? Well, yeah. sure. on on that note, another one I've got in my mentions that's not in my top five, mm. only just, uh, is Fossils, the the closing track, right. for exactly that reason of that it's the like, it's it's just something else the, to end the album with the song that the first half is like probably the heaviest, most frantic thing on on the whole album, and then the second half is just one big noise swell. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that's a brilliant they, way they to end it. They know how to make stuff sound really like apocalyptic yes. and mm. chaotic, and yeah, I just yeah, you get that on on several of like several of the songs, definitely in all all of the top five. I think that I've picked. Yeah, <laughs> wicked. So, um, guests honoured to go first. Your number five, please, Cat. Um. So. So oh. I just go through the whole. Cat's got a siren this time. <laughs> so. So yeah, 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 usually on our podcast we get um, we record just above Balham High Street, so we usually get a police siren. But have we heard one coming from you this time? Yeah, well, that's South London. For you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, um, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Um, remember us better than we are. Um, oh, lovely. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's it's an interesting song, like the way it sort of you know it crashes in sort of straight away, but mm-hmm. then it progresses in a really sort of interesting way mm-hmm. um and it's got this sort of section at the end which is quite i think it's quite interesting to hear from birds in row because it's much more like stripped down yeah mm-hmm. you can hear like the drums and bass and guitar and then it's just the drums and the bass and then there's this like these ambient chords um mm-hmm. towards the ending and and yeah it's just it, it's a really i think it's quite an emotional song as well mm-hmm. um lyrically 
you know, it's sort of hitting on these themes about, you know, being, you know, uh, we can be often too self-involved mm-hmm. and sort of, you know, full of our own egos. Yeah. And, and I, with that lyric, the sort of, you know, all the time we waste upgrading mirrors. Um, yeah, yeah. Quite powerful. Um, I love the bit. Sorry, yeah. I was going to say I love the bit after after I think it's like after the first minute where we've got the how precious reflection line. The yeah. way he delivers that uh, is a real highlight of the album. I think for me that bit um, is it the bit that you were talking about the quiet bit. Is good, I, like it's almost bluesy as well, isn't it? With the like, it is pretty bluesy. Yeah, which I remember the first time I heard that was another kind of moment of listening to them of being like yes, like almost in a selfish way, gave me the freedom to feel like I could suggest that with our songwriting and not be dismissed because <laughs> I can go, well, Birds and Road did it. So, <laughs> like, they brought the blues in. Uh, so yeah, I, yeah, I just like that there's an album that feels, ultimately feels quite cool and relevant and has those kind of things thrown in there. I think it's clever mm-hmm. that they've made that work. Super. Yeah. I, I believe out of us too, it's your turn to go first, Chris. So My number five. Youth. Uh, has been talked about at length already, so we mm. don't need to go too much into it. But it uh, is Yumi and the Violence. Ah, lovely. Yeah, um, yeah. Everything we've already said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a great song. Uh, my number five is actually off uh, Collected. It's uh, Chat Noir. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, um, obviously um, Birds in Row are a French band that sing exclusively in English. Uh, so it's nice to get a song that references their Frenchness, even if it's just Black Cat. <laughs> um, but um, uh, but yeah, just um, uh, why did I pick this one? I think it because uh, it most brought to mind that sort of wiry 90s, early 2000s, post-hardcore screamo energy uh, that I so adore and uh, is something... That I love about Birds in Row when they incorporate that into their into their music. So yeah, Fair Ch- Chat Noir. Uh, your number four, Cat, please. Uh, number four for me, um, I don't dance, which is also on. We already lost the world. I may um, as well say here that is my number three. Uh-huh. So <laughs> yeah, it was, it was tough. It's getting tough. They're all, they're all so good, but mm. um, yeah, I just I, I love how it sort of starts with that like groovy. Mm. The intro yeah that's which, a really cool guitar line yeah yeah and then it sort of moves into this sort of cool midsection mm-hmm. um guitars sort of just repeating like these three chords over and over and then it sort of builds and builds and then you get these really like high dissonant sort of chords towards the end mm-hmm. um that sort of yeah like i said sort of these apocalyptic sort of vibes um mm-hmm. yeah i really love really love this track yeah it's, it's banger and um I, I i've got the note down and it's much better than the uh, genesis song of a similar name <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, i can't down, dance the listeners um your your number four chris uh my number four uh we are still staying with we already lost the world uh with um we versus us lovely that's number four okay um i just i've I end, I made I started making notes for this song and ended up just basically describing every ten seconds what the song was doing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is getting silly. So I've just <laughs> summed it up with this song is a massive journey. Mm. I love how it goes for like the mood changes mm-hmm. as it goes on to the point where it starts. Where again, what I was saying earlier about what I love about the kind of more controlled, cleaner elements that they've got going on at the beginning, 
but still managing to get that same kind of sense of foreboding and nervous energy going on. Mm -hmm. And then by the time you get to the outro, the chord progression that comes in right at the end is, is almost optimistic and kind of, which is quite rare for them as well. Like you're saying with the apocalyptic stuff, it's almost the reverse of that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, the whole song, it just keeps on moving and, and changing and twisting and turning. Um, mm. and I love it. Excellent. Um, my number four is um, off um, You Mean the Violence. It's The Illusionist. Ah, nice. Which Not I thought, funny. yeah, was an absolute corker. Um, not got much in terms of notes for it. Just <laughs> for it was a banger. It's so, a, yep, strong accord. So put it in my top five. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. The Illusionist. Uh, it, it it appeared in my top five as if by magic. Hey, et voila. Um, your number three, please, Kat. Um, number three for me is um, Torches, uh, which I've talked a little bit already. But um, yeah, I, it's just an early song that I, I really fell in love with. Mm -hmm. um, I think it just shows how they can move from this sort of like really like these sort of punky beats to sort of something that's like more melodic and mm -hmm. sort of slow and sort of, yeah, it's just, yeah, I think it kind of encapsulates all of their sort of the best bits of their sound, I think, in a way. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that's, that's my number three. Nice. Fabulous. I've already announced mine is uh, I Don't Dance. So. Yeah, and again, mine's already, yeah. we've already talked about mine, which is Remember Us Better Than We Are. Okay. Um, yeah, for everything we've already said, again. Cool. Uh, your number two, please, Kat, then. Uh, love is Political. Lovely. Uh, Excellent. Yeah, I, I just, the intro with, like, the guitar riff and the snare hits, mm -hmm. it's just, like, it's just brilliant. I, I love, like seeing that live as well is always mm -hmm. such a good it's such a yeah it's it's really cool to see them play that and then you get all the kind of like feedback in guitars and like him sort of screaming at the end and yeah it's yeah and it, it's got like a a big message behind it as well for sure so it's um yeah definitely up there for me mm, wonderful lovely uh, Chris, my number, number two. two yeah. uh, my number two is from that split that we were talking about, cool. uh, which is "Can't Lie," which is the middle. They've got three. I can't remember what they're all called now. It's "Can't." Oh, shit! I should have made a note of this. <laughs> I, I like the fact that they've got three tracks on that EP, and it's all if they're all "Can't Something." Can't leave. Can't lie. Can't love. There we go. Uh, and so, they're all two and a half minutes yeah, long. Perfect. And can't <laughs> can't lie is the middle one. Is just the one that sticks out for me. I suppose is, is the kind of the centerpiece of their of their little thing they've done there. But it's, uh -huh. I mean, like I said, the split in general is great. But um, I, I yeah, kind of similar to a couple that you've said. I can't really. It's not one I can analyze. It's just one that mm. hits right. Yeah. Basically, um, really cool drum rhythm going on all the way through it everything else this is the one where i've made the note most out of any of the ones that i've picked actually that it sounds like the soundtrack to crashing in flames it's just like <laughs> it's just properly properly apocalyptic and yeah. but it's just about i think from what i can gather i, I mean the thing with their lyrics is always quite tricky isn't it because they're writing in a second language mm. it's kind yeah. of trying to almost read between the lines a bit of what they're getting at sometimes um but i get the impression that this one is basically just kind of feeling trapped in mm. an urban wherever you are happen to be you know um which is strange because they're kind of from the middle of nowhere in france yeah um where are they from just uh sorry just gonna look that up quickly uh they are from laval yeah that's it which is just yeah um 
Three hundred kilometers uh, uh, southwest of Paris, yeah, middle of nowhere, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> countryside. <clears throat> cool. Um, my number two is off "You Me and the Violence." It's Walter Freeman. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, um, I think I imagined in my head when I uh, when I was listening to it again because yeah, I hadn't heard "You Me and the Violence" in ages. That this like could very well have been their audition tape for signing the Death Wish records. <laughs> because it's just, like, I'm a big mark for uh, Death, Wish, uh, Death Wish Inc. Like, Converge are my favourite band of all time. I love a lot of the bands that have been uh, signed to that record uh, label over the years. And I love Kurt Ballou's, uh, pr- uh production style, which is the house production style for that label. Uh, but yeah, like, Walter Freeman, for me, just, like, took the best bits of the different eras of... Death Wish and um, sort of combining it into one song and it's bloody great. Um, I like songs named after a person too. <laughs> That's quite fun. Um, not even a famous person, just a bloke called Walter. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I like, like, and, and, and had that sort of, um, like I said, with uh, Colossus off collected, uh, real sort of early 2000s hardcore, you know, like, um, yeah, give up the ghost. My life is war. Hope conspiracy that I really fucking mark out for. That's that is my shit. Yeah. So um, yeah, uh, Walter Freeman number two, and then uh, order remains is your number one, please, Cat. Number one. Well, there was a bit of a spoiler earlier, I think. Mm. But <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna go with morning. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just yeah, it's an incredible song with the way it builds. Like it, it sort of comes in in a pretty like calm sort of way like mm-hmm. you know I, like almost like you said sort of almost just like sort of a jam over you know over a simple sort of groove mm-hmm. and then you know the tums come in and it just sort of like elevates into something like much bigger and heavier and yeah it's just it's just a massive sounding song um you know they bring the first riff back in as well later on so it's kind of like they keep that sort of as a motif kind of going mm-hmm. and then kind of interestingly like later on in the song there's like a bit of a I think it's right at the end there's like a bit of a key change where it kind of like Mm -hmm. ranks up a notch and it's yeah it's it was really like yeah like as the sort of second to last song it was quite unexpected in a way to hear something that was that yeah kind of heavy hitting and sort of interesting Mm -hmm. kind of sonically there was you know there's nothing that kind of got boring at all in the song Mm. it was always moving Amazing. Lovely. Chris? Uh, Yeah, so I've gone with a song that is incredibly simple for a Birds and Row song and probably Mm -hmm. the most un-Birds and Row song on the list. (laughs) But uh, 1538 Ah. um, is just the one that's always grabbed me. Mm. Uh, It just pierces right through Mm. everything else, no matter how much... I completely agree. All the other songs we've talked about are more technical and more interesting, really. Mm-hmm. Loads more going on. Uh, there's something about that refrain of uh, hate me, love, we've already lost the world. I could just listen to that on loop for days uh, as, it, saying, as it builds. Are you saying you like it because it's actually got a chorus? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <Happy> chorus. <laughs> Sell out. <laughs> is it? Is it a chorus if it only does it once but over and over again? Okay. I, don't, I don't know. Um, yeah. I, I feel like that song is maybe like 
maybe a bit divisive in a way because yeah. it's that song refrain isn't it and i think i hadn't like they don't sing on any other song i don't think so no not uh, particularly and it's yeah and it's that yeah it's that thing when i was listening i put it on i think last week when i was listening through and choosing songs uh um and my girlfriend uh, from the intro and the first like 30 seconds was like, is this Menzingers? <laughs> and I was like, oh, don't say that. Please, Ollie <laughs> will kill me for choosing it. Um, no, I mean, I, I, no, I got, um, I got massive shoe guy, gaze vice from it. Don't worry. Yeah. I, my mind went nowhere near that no. pile of shit. I think, I think I just, <laughs> I think I just like, I think I just like that particularly where it is in the album. It, mm. it just, it gives it that like, texture and variety mm-hmm. that, that that is yeah something they've not done before that point and don't really do after it on that album but do it incredibly well i'm, I'm interested to see what the new album's gonna gonna sound like yeah i mean i wonder if they're either gonna go further in that direction and bring that in yeah. more or yeah they could do that or go completely the other way can they I suppose? has has that been confirmed at all cat any records coming from them um, from what I've seen on social media, yeah. Oh, wicked! Like they've been busy recording, Lovely. so I don't know anything about yeah release dates or anything. So, like well, that. I mean, if they're <laughs> recording now, yeah, one would imagine spring summer twenty twenty two. Yeah, hopefully sometime next year. Lovely so. stuff. So, yeah, my number one has already been mentioned. It's uh, We versus Us, um, and um, I think you cat summed up perfectly. It's everything birds in road uh, road do well in one song. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like it's it's wiry, it's frenetic in parts, but it's also uh, and, and 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 intense. But um, but there's uh, there's that sense of melody to it as well. And uh, yeah, um, just <laughs> fucking great screamo inflected hardcore. Bloody love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't, you can't beat it. <laughs> yeah. What a band! Yeah, so glad you um, you picked these guys. Um, yeah, because it gave me a real chance to um, go back and rediscover these records, especially as, uh, like I said, I finally sort of got how um, what uh, got what everybody else has been saying for years about them live, and uh, and yeah, um, rediscovered a real treat in. Um, um, we already lost the world. Finally got that one right. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, um, uh, thank you very much for uh, uh, choosing Birds in Row. Chris, have you had a lovely time rediscovering this band? Lovely time. Again, it's lovely, quite, like, lovely time. It's one of those albums that I very often forget to go back to kind of thing. So mm, mm. any chance to be reminded of how good it is is always welcome. Fantastic. So we are in a band. We are two members of a band. We are called My Eyes Are Old and Bent. We play a blend of post-hardcore and post-metal. Uh, we can be found on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at the handle at M-E-A-O-A-B. And uh, this podcast is brought to you by Grimheart Promotions. We are, um, so, uh, which is Chris and I wanted to put on gigs in London and Surrey. So if you are in a band, if you are mates of a band and want to shout them out, if you manage a band, if you manage a venue, uh, do come at us on Facebook and Instagram at Grimheart Promo. Or if you uh, just give us a follow if you're generally interested on rag gigs that may be coming up in those areas. So have you got any shout outs for us, Kat? Any any sort of music you've been enjoying recently or doesn't have to be music. It could be a film, TV show, podcast. We've had all sorts. 
Uh, yeah, so um, shout out actually to another uh, screamo band mm. called Karloff. Okay. Um, yeah, they just released. As uh, in, uh, yeah. like, spelt like, as in Boris Karloff. Yes. Wicked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, they just released an album and it's that kind of like, yeah, sort of chaotic blend of like punk and hardcore and Amazing. sort of emo violence Mm -hmm. um and they've yeah they've got some really great tracks on there so i definitely recommend checking them out Mm -hmm. um and then yeah like some different stuff i suppose uh delta sleep um they're like math rock Mm -hmm. band um been listening to them more over the years and Mm. and they've yeah they've released a few new tracks um and they've got a new album coming out in in november this year so um, I saw them live recently, actually, and they were they were really great. Was that the um, show at Earth with Tangled Hair? Yes. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. Well, it wasn't with Tangled Hair, but yeah, they were. It was Delta Sleep and a couple of other bands. Uh-huh. Now that I can't remember off the top of my head, which right. is really bad. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they were they were awesome. Um, cool. And yeah, I suppose another one uh, that I've been listening to a band. I suppose it's more of a solo project actually mm. uh, left in between okay um it's sort of indie emo vibes and it's by the uh, guitarist and sort of vocalist of sweet laloon oh wicked okay yeah. that's a name i haven't heard in a while yeah he's done a, a whole bunch of uh different projects mm-hmm. um uh, you know sweet laloon obviously yeah they they finished as a band a few years back mm. but um yeah this is this is his latest um project and it, it, it's yeah, it's, it's really great. It's a lot of like clean guitar and very like, yeah, like really nice guitar picking melodies and things like that. So it's, yeah, that's definitely worth checking out as well. Lovely. Brilliant. Yeah, I'll definitely be checking out all three of those. Well, I mean, I, I know Delta Sleep, but uh, yeah, definitely be checking out those two. Karloff and Left In Between sound really intriguing. Thank you very much for that, Cat. Yeah. Uh, Chris, have you got anything for us, mate? Yeah, just quickly. Um, so I remember recommending to you many times i don't know if you ever got around to it was okay. a 2019 album by glassing who oh, are right yes uh texas austin texas based um like one of these you know black metal based but diverting through all sorts of different genres on their way mm-hmm. um their album in 2019 spotted horse was, was brilliant it went under the radar for a lot of people but it was one of my favorites that year but they've got a new one out in about two weeks mm-hmm. um called uh oh, it called <laughs> twin dream um which yeah the three songs i've put out from that so far it sounds like they've gone even more experimental and mm-hmm. interesting so i'm really looking forward to that one um and uh, i finally got around this week to listening to um the debut from and we couldn't agree yesterday whether it's xed out or crossed out could right. be either um southwest london based uh basically like noise rock post hardcore with brass instruments every now and then uh I mean, that makes it sound like you'll hate it, but I think <laughs> you will like it. Okay. Um, yeah, it doesn't sound like it should work, but it's really, really cool. And they're playing, they've just, um, uh, it's just been announced a gig at New Cross Inn that they're playing uh, mm-hmm. later in November. So I'm going to try and catch that, I think. Yeah, with uh, Torrid Horror, That's which it. is the ex, um, ex-members of JCQ and Let's Talk Daggers, yeah. which so I, I, I'd be interested to hear music, new music from them. Uh, so I, I've got... Um, I've got a couple here. Uh, the new EP by Not Loose is something very different. Okay, yeah. Now, I've seen a lot about it, but not listened yet. Yeah, so um, I think Chris and I listened to Different Shade of Blue together, and we, uh, and, uh, we were like, like, <laughs> this is not 
real music is just <laughs> breakdowns and they're hilarious. Um, like not, yeah, not Looser are, are really uh, like have sort of built this reputation in the last couple of years as this sort of really fun band, kind of in a similar vein to Turnstile, um, but I mean, very different style of music, but um, like, uh, like, like more sort of like, not to coin too much for the, the band called that, but Good Time Boys. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but this uh, new EP is a very different proposition. It's far more malevolent and heady, heavy. There's like a fucking cataclysmic black metal section in one of the tracks. It's completely different and I'm well into it. Cool. It's, it's only 20 minutes long. Well worth your time uh, to check out. Um, but uh, based off um, Not Loose, the um, so on Different Shade of Blue, their second album... Uh, there's a guest performance from a vocalist called Alice from a band called Dying Wish, which is a really cool guest performance because it's just like um, mic to the crowd, jump up to the speaker style vocals. <laughs> it's um, like uh, every your favourite uh, hardcore shows. But uh, yeah, Dying Wish's first record, I think they're like a Seattle-based band. Basically early kill switch vibes with a girl singing. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, that Die Wish record is out now. Uh, so, uh, plugs. I, I'm on Twitter at O-L-L-I-E-X-C-O-R-E, Ollie X-Core. Chris, you are on? CM Grumps. And Kat, where can people find you? Uh, Instagram, Kat Scrams. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and your bands? Like, uh, yeah, we're, we're... So, yeah, at Older. Um, and uh, uh, in case you leave as well, and I'm right thinking in case you leave, you've got you've got a gig booked in, haven't you? Is that supporting? Yes, yeah, we have. Fine? Yeah, in December. So yeah, that'll uh, be our first show since yeah before the pandemic, really. So Wicked. yeah, we're looking forward to getting back out there. Be fun. Amazing, and and um, I believe we shout out at the time, but you guys had an EP out recently. We did give it a shout out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, uh, so yeah. If you if you if you missed that episode, definitely um, uh, uh, give that a listen. What uh, was it called, please, Cat? Sorry, please remind us. Um, it's time and why it doesn't deserve us. Wicked. So that's available on uh, incaseyleave.bandcamp.com. So yeah, um, all that remains for us to do is introduce our next episode. Well, we're doing a little bit in between. Um, we uh, are doing the first of our Black Band T-shirt revisited episodes where we um, sort of um, discussed the new album by a band we've already ranked and um, and uh, discussed their new record and see where it fits in in our rankings. So uh, we're going to do that for the first time with Biffy Clyro, who um, released the story of Happily Ever After last week. We've given it a listen and we're excited to get each other's opinions on that. But our next full-length episode, and it will be a full-length one rather than the top five, uh, we'll be on Deaf Heaven, another sort of more contemporary band that we're covering. Uh, we, we proving to ourselves we can do it. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, the uh, black metalers turned shoegazers from uh, California will be up next on the docket. Very much looking forward to that one. Yes. Uh, so yeah, thank you everyone for joining us. Uh, joining us, nice short one this week. Um, hope you enjoyed it, and um, thank you very much to Cat for joining us. No worries. Thanks for having me on. All right. Take care, everyone. See you soon. Take goodbye, Chris. Bye-bye. Bye.